Welcome to Didache, where we are studying to show ourselves approved, rightly dividing the word of truth so we can worship God in spirit and truth, deepening our knowledge of God, thereby enabling us to deepen our love for God. Here is your host, Justin Peters. Hello, dear ones. My name is Justin Peters. I hope that you and your family are doing well today. I want to thank you for joining me for this podcast. This is a a very different one than what I normally do. All of us have seen what's been or what is transpiring um, right now in Ukraine, and our hearts break, undoubtedly. Uh, I know all of our hearts break for what those poor folks are going through right now. I just, I cannot imagine. I literally cannot imagine. But um, I was in Ukraine three years ago. I was preaching there uh, at a few different churches in different parts of the country and also at Irpin Bible Seminary, which is um, uh, TMAI, the Master's Academy International. They have uh, one of their seminaries there in Ukraine. And um, I thought I would just share with you, with all that's going on, I went pulled up my pictures you know, on my iPhone and scrolled back to April of 2019 was just going through some of those pictures and boy, the memories that it brought back. And, uh, I thought I would just share with you some of the, um, some of the photos I have a couple of short little videos. This is a a church that I preached at beautiful little church, uh, kind of out in the country. And, uh, there's my translator there. Wonderful, wonderful guy. Just, um, boy, the stories that he told of growing up under communism uh, and how he was one of the only Christians in his school and, and uh, was persecuted, significantly persecuted for his faith in Christ. Um, that's the pastor there on the front row, beautiful little church and just dear, dear people. Um, this is uh, this is another church I preached at. This was outside of Kiev, if memory serves. And um, there is a lot of steps going up to this church and I, I told the the guys there I think I can I think I can do it it might take me a little bit and they said no 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 we'll get get you a chair we'll, we'll take care of you so they got this chair and I just sat down in it and uh, um, and they lugged me up all the all not only all the way up the stairs but right into the door and uh, just dear brothers I could not have possibly been more helpful. I mean, just anything that uh, I needed at all. They were they were just right there and just so warm, so so gracious. Um, after the service, this is three young ladies that came up and uh, they spoke English and they were telling me just how much they had learned and how grateful. And and even in Ukraine, you know, you, the Word of Faith movement, the Prosperity Gospel, is very. Uh, prominent there. Uh, it's it's had a unfortunately a, a massive impact and it's swayed a lot of people. But uh, they were uh, busily taking notes throughout my entire time and uh, learned a lot. This is a uh, another lady that came up to me, and uh, at this time my translator had stepped away. He was talking with someone else, and so when this lady came up, I couldn't really understand her. I, well, I couldn't understand her. And, she couldn't understand me, but uh, she wanted to give me that gift, that painting or picture there that, that she has, she herself made. And she gave that to me just as a an expression of her appreciation. And um, what a, I just, my heart just breaks for these folks. You know, I, I look at these pictures and I'll, 
I find myself wondering, what are they doing right now? Where, where are they? Are they okay? And I don't know. I, I, I just, I don't know. Um, I emailed Greg White. He's the head of the seminary there in Urban, or Urban Bible Seminary in Kiev. And I uh, emailed him a week or so ago and asked him what they were going to do. And, and he told me they're staying put. Uh, I've not heard since then. I emailed again a, a few hours ago. I haven't heard back yet. So I don't, you know, um, they're, they were going to stay put and um, continue the work as best they could. Of course, this was before open hostilities broke out. This was several days before. So I, I don't know. I don't know what, how they're doing right now. But um, dear, dear people. And this is at the uh, seminary, not at the seminary itself, but one of the facilities that they rented for the for this purpose. But uh, this was the main conference, and you can see John MacArthur there was uh, skyped in. He he preached. It was live, um, and uh, the gentleman there is the translator. His name was Nick, and um, he translated for John and for me as well. In fact, what I'll just uh, play a short little video of this and. Uh, uh, there's two gentlemen up on the stage. That's Greg White to your left and Nick, the translator, to the right. So it's uh, my personal privilege uh, to have you with us uh, this evening. It's evening here for us, morning for you. But I'm very uh, thankful to the Lord for you, for your ministry, for your faithfulness. Uh, in ministry and to us. So it's your your time now. And, uh, Nick will be your translator. So I want to thank you. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Nick. I, I'm just waiting for you to get hooked up. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> so it'll I think be I'm ready. Yeah, it'll be a stop, stop and go translation, so I'm sorry for that. Yeah, the sound is a little bit difficult, but uh, I'll try not to interrupt you um, in the process here. Okay, thank you. I just want to say greetings to the brothers and sisters there in uh, Kiev. I guess I should say привет to you. MacArthur was uh, better better prepared than I because he apparently knew at least a phrase or two in Ukrainian. Uh, I did not when I got there, so uh, it was a good way for him to kind of make a connection there. So, uh, just dear, dear, sweet people, this is a this is a gentleman I met named Manny, and Manny is originally from Iran, but lives in Ukraine now, and he came up to me. And he told me that he said, Justin, my uh, my background, my profession is video production, video editing and video production. And he said, I hope it doesn't upset you. He said, I hope you're not mad at me. But he said, I took the liberty of taking your teaching and translating it and subtitling it into Farsi and another language, maybe two other languages. And he somehow managed to get this uh to get a lot of my teaching disseminated into uh Tajikistan, Kazakhstan and Iran. And I uh, I don't know how he did that. 
but he did. And he said, I hope you're not mad at me for just doing it. I was like, oh, brother, no, indeed. Uh, praise the Lord. <laughs> I was so not mad at all. Uh, I was just humbled and, and blown away by that. Of course, so, you know, there's not religious freedom, certainly not in Iran. And uh, I'm not sure about Tajikistan and Kazakhstan. Um, it probably limited if it if there is. But, uh, oh, just so many dear people. Here's just a couple of more pictures of different churches I was in, uh, different parts of Ukraine. Um, back to the main conference, though. This is a picture of Phil Johnson talking with a Baptist pastor there in Ukraine. And I took the liberty of filming just a little bit of their conversation. But uh, I thought this might encourage you listen, listen to what this uh, dear Ukrainian pastor has to say. I'm very glad that here at the conference there's many pastors that are in the Baptist Union here listening to this. When I taught, he taught in the seminary after he graduated, he taught in the seminary for a little while. Because I uh, became a preacher of Reformed theology, and that's why he got And here I meet some of his that he had his students. And you Yes, and we, yeah, we're here and we agree with with. Um, I'm very, very, very thankful for you for your, for your, for your difficulties and. and your work thank you what a dear brother what a dear brother of course i have no idea what he's doing now where he is how he's doing any of those things um dear friends many of you have heard me say before that you have to get out of the united states before you can really appreciate what we have here for those of you who are watching here in the united states and by god's grace i know there are people who watch this channel all over the world but for those of you who are Americans, uh, you really have to get out of the United States before you can appreciate what we have here, the freedoms that we have, the conveniences that we have, uh, because most of the world is not like this at all, not like the United States. And we're losing those freedoms. Granted, we're losing them, losing them rather briskly, too. But but uh, we take so, so much for granted here. This is a picture that uh, I took. This is a very large statue at a museum in Ukraine. And uh, this is the, I believe it's called the Motherland Statue. This statue is over 200 feet tall. The perspective there, the angle kind of, can't really tell just how gigantic this statue is. It's just absolutely enormous. But uh, this was erected in the 1970s, I believe, and originally conceived as a, a World War II uh, statue, but then it kind of morphed into a, a, a statue to communism to the Soviet Union. In fact, you can't really tell it, but on the shield there that that uh, statue is holding is the hammer and sickle. Uh, so um, an ode to the Soviet Union. And one of the things I noticed in Ukraine, because Ukraine used to be a part of the Soviet Union, is that there are no ramps anywhere. There's no ramps uh, for handicapped people, steps everywhere you go, all the businesses, the restaurants are steps. Even when I landed at the airport and uh, got off the little airplane on the tarmac, there wasn't a, a jet bridge. You just, you know, walk down the steps and on the tarmac and they put my scooter together for me. And so I got my scooter and I motored my scooter to the airport. Well, <laughs> to get in the airport, I had to go over step. 
and uh, so it just steps everywhere. Well, that's that's a throwback to the communist days, because under communism, handicapped people were throwaways. Uh, if you couldn't contribute to the collective, then you were just seen as a as a, a drag on society. You were you were a hindrance, and so there was no provision for you. And handicapped people were either put into you know some kind of a horrific hellhole of a home or killed. You know if you couldn't contribute to society, if you you just you're just a drag. So. They got rid of you. So there's no provisions there. And uh, Ukraine, of course, is after the Soviet Union collapsed, it became its own country. Um, and, and so the lack of ramps and whatnot is it's not a reflection on the Ukrainian people and, their, and them, them not caring about handicapped folks. It's a reflection on communism and how they, you know, their country used to be. And so as we are watching the news today, you see Vladimir Putin president of Russia who would very much like to put the old Soviet Union back together and longs for those communist days and you just see the brutality of communism. You see the brutality of people when their God is the state. Um, that's that's what people do to one another. When your God is the state, that's your, human life just has no value. So it's it's heartbreaking to see what is going on right now. But let me also say that one, and many of you have heard me say this as well, it can be discouraging to look at the broad visible spectrum of Christianity today, all of the compromise, all of the dilution of truth, all of the being blown about by winds of doctrine, by the trickery of men, the moral failings, all of this stuff. It's It can be easy uh, to get discouraged when you see that. But there one of the great blessings that has been mine as an evangelist is to go to all these different countries and see good churches led by good men solid flocks dear dear brothers and sisters in Christ who love Christ love his word love the truth are committed to it they they love to worship and these churches are all over the world and they're in Ukraine I would just ask that you please, please pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ right now in Ukraine. Yes, pray for their safety. Pray for their families. Uh, pray for their physical well-being. But also in this time, pray for them to stand strong in Christ. Pray for them spiritually. Pray for their witness. Pray that these trials that you and I just... I can't. I can't relate to it. I know what's going on, but I've never. I've never had to go through anything like that. But pray for their witness. Pray for their testimony. Pray that through this horrific thing that is going on, that their light will shine bright, and they will have opportunities to share the gospel. Who knows? Maybe they'll even have opportunities to share the gospel to some Russian troops. You know, it's uh, just pray. Ultimately, pray that God's will be done, that Christ would be glorified, and that these precious saints, brothers and sisters, would be strengthened uh, and would lean hard on Christ right now. Okay. Thank you, dear ones. Until our next time together, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of His Holy Spirit be with you all. <laughs>